yourself. Ever. You're explosive. You're the most. You're the most explosive guy on the field on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Let's go, dude. I think. Yeah, I think I. You know, shot my load there. Getting. Uh, you know, getting out of the pocket. <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot left. It's very timely. A whole lot left, man. Uh, speaking of shooting a load potentially too quickly. It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Uh, did you shoot your load, Daryl? Uh, at at Daryl J O'Brien at Steedy NFL at UK Packers. It's the UK Packers podcast, and it's the playoffs. It's it's win and progress oh. or losing. Oh, so at any stage, Daryl, uh, we could be on here going, "Let's break down the season." <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. No. We're not going to do that. We'll just play some solemn music. Um. This broadcast has been interrupted by, uh, yeah, <laughs> sadness and melancholy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I don't know what to say about this one. I, like, I have to say the um, the wild card rounds, the playoff this weekend were absolutely bonkers. Yeah, some There's of it. Some crazy results in there. Mostly muck, though, right? Because I was on, I was only on the radio. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was on the radio, and I was only saying like, oh, you know, such such a big deal. I know. Such a big deal. Look, I'm just I don't even know why I'm here. I'm so. Do you have Do you have many leather bound books? books? I do. I do have many leather bound books, mostly yeah, about explaining what football is. Uh, and does And does yeah. the room behind you smell of rich mahogany? It does. Yeah. And uh, do, do, yeah. did I ever oh. tell you what San Diego means? Um, but look ah, oh Wales uh, yeah so anyway, uh, anyway so so, uh, so anyway don't shoot your load there um, so we're um, I was on the radio and I was like oh you know if you're gonna watch the NFL because this is the thing on the radio I can't just be like let's break it down and talk about an elephant backer you know I have to be like you know sort of give it to an audience that an awful lot of people that don't watch NFL so I was like look watch this weekend mm. this is the Champions League of uh, NFL if you will this is all top quality teams there should be some good matchups here there wasn't any good matchups yeah. at all well <laughs> a- apart from really I guess the one that we're going to talk about the Niners Cowboys um, some mad results yeah. and some mad happenings but pretty one-sided stuff wasn't it? yeah it was uh, well the other thing I'll say about just on that point at the Champions League the quality overall has been pretty pants outside I, mean, mm. I know we're following the Packers all year you know you, you watch the odd game there's been some ridiculous results yeah hence my excuse as to why i was so bad at the old fantasy league this year because oh, yeah. i mean it's not my fault oh, yeah. it's not my fault someone still wins it it's not my someone, fault someone still wins it someone yeah still. that's not the point it's well, not the yeah. point it's not the point um anyway wild card round 23 17 against the cowboys crazy now my theory on this is and um, we can just wrap it up after this I think we're done. <laughs> uh, but the, the point on. here is and thank you we've, we've been but <laughs> That game was so absolutely mental. I worry that the 49ers have peaked too early, and we talk about this all the time. Mm. Um, but they rely so much on Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan, and his name is Shanahan, all right? I'm not having any of this Shanahan nonsense, Shanahan. all right? His name is Shanahan, yeah. and that's that. Um, but if you look at their... Did it come at a very high cost for them? They've lost Nick Bosa, Fred Warner's out. Um, I don't know. I just... I have a feeling, we're, and I looked. I looked before we came on as well. The spread so far looks to be a little low. I think we're only like five five point five points ahead. But then I kind of think, well, actually, do you know what? Kind of makes sense um, because we only beat them in week three, and it was thirty, oh, th- 30, f- 30, 30 <laughs> points to twenty eight. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. Sh- what did you say? Coo. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, I think it's a bit low, right? But then again. Because we're eight and zero at Lambo. The last time in September, Lambo was like a beautiful summer meadow. It ain't gonna be so much fun for them to come there this time. 
but I don't know. I don't know because everything, all bets are off. These are one-off games now. So you can kind of take the form book and fire it out the mm. window. Um, but I think what we need to really talk about, and we have spoken about this, and you have been banging this drum all season really about this season being something special. There seems to be a little bit of pixie dust sprinkled over this. Um, but now we're really in to legacy for Aaron Rodgers here. We're really talking about, if you think he's only reached one Super Bowl in the 10 playoff appearances he's been in as a starter, that's a pretty crap statistic. So if we're talking about legacy, and he's definitely thinking about his legacy here, you know, it's hard to believe that Manning has more Super Bowl rings. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Which one, Eli? <laughs> yeah, because that's painful. Yeah. That's painful. Yeah, yeah. L- do you know what it is? And it is, it's this story, and that's stupid, right? Because we're both very logical, and I'm very, we're Irish, so like what Sigmund Freud said, you can psychoanalyze anybody but the Irish, right? So we sort of like, tow this line very down the middle and we don't get involved with emotion but there has been something sort of surrounding this season that gives it that little bit of pixie dust now not only you know it's not only like my feelings right but it's also how stuff has kind of conspired to bring us to this uh, sort of area now the, on paper the Packers should win this game uh, they win this game for a lot of reasons um, yeah. look at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's injury he's got he was questionable with a thumb and with a shoulder injury um, and you, you have conflicting stories between uh, Shanahan and uh, Garoppolo where they asked Shanahan uh, come here where, where, was that second half so pants because he was injured he said no no there's nothing to do with it right which is yeah. ludicrous really it's like yeah. saying look over here yeah, F1 he's got a he's got a not FU but F1 he's, he's got a punctured tyre so does that impact no he should still be able to drive his car like nonsense nah. right so Jimmy Garoppolo's yeah. injured uh, he's not all that reliable anyway and he's kind of hot and cold and he turns the ball over and Apparently, there was like three turnover-worthy throws in the last game. Uh, there was six the game before. So this isn't a consistent fella, even when he is healthy. So he's injured. No. Bosa is still in protocol, I believe, uh, when we're recording this. So that's a problem for them. Warner as well. It looked like he got a horrendous injury, but then they're saying it's all yeah, puppy yeah. dogs and rows and stuff. Now, an awful lot of this is mind games. Of course it is, because they always come out and they yeah, sort of, of they try and massage stuff a certain way. We've seen it in, in a number of years as well, where they'll do the opposite, where a player will be injured and they just won't put him on at all. Now, that's against the rules and all this type of stuff, but there's certain sort of schmoozy things around that because we saw people like playing on broken legs and uh, allegedly, right? Um, so, Daryl, we should win this game on paper and you know we can sort of put stock into okay the the Packers have faced the Niners in the playoffs and Kaepernick ran all over us and then we faced them again and we got spanked that way but it's just the fact that and I I have questioned you know these superstar players coming back like Zadari Smith and Jair Alexander and uh, Merciless I mean you know the, the list goes on you can't really pop Josh Myers in there back to Yari um, you know, like all of these players who everyone's just keeps banging on about, they are coming back and yes, they could rock the apple cart. But the thing is, is that if you bring them in, even on a rotational basis, if you're bringing an all pro on, it can't really hopefully mess with the chemistry all that much. So just on paper, the Packers should definitely yeah. beat the Niners. Add to the fact that we're playing in Lambeau Field, as you mentioned on the top, we haven't lost there yet at all this season. Um, and, you know, we've got that extra week off and we're healthy. If you were to sort of bet on Garoppolo versus Rodgers, which is an injured Garoppolo now, versus a healthy on fire Aaron Rodgers, who would you pick there? No, apparently, no, 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 hang on a minute. Hang on, Garoppolo is not injured, according to the official talk. So he's fully fit and ready oh, to go. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, but that's, that's the thing that worries about me, these one-off games, mm. because when you look at it on paper, you go, absolutely, we should win this. But then you throw into the mix what you've spoke about, where you say, well, actually, these guys coming back these all pros coming back will they upset the apple cart we don't know and will the pressure be too much for players we don't know what we do know is that if we're going to win any of these games from here on out our run defense is going to be under pressure 
we're, the age-old story, we're going to need our offense to drag us out of this. If we get into any kind of a mess, we're going to need our offense to pull us out of this. But we're also going to need our special teams to row in and play well. So there is one of those things of if we start to fall down the old malfunctions that we tend to do, we're going to need Rodgers and the offense to be at the top of their game. Um, and that's I think that that's a fact. Every team we're going to face now is going to put us under serious pressure from the defense. But... You know, I'm still confident that we're going to... Uh, well, i put it this way. We wouldn't be sitting here if we didn't think we could beat the 49ers. But we need to go one step further. And I think this is this is the golden pixie dust season. And I've read a lot in it. And, the, you know, people that tend to not follow the Packers that are giving their two cents on Aaron Rodgers. And they're basically saying, oh, you know, he, he could be back next year. He could play for a few more mm. years. We could keep Adams. And we're looking at all this stuff. And you're going, yeah, but we're 42.4 million over the cap we're second only to the saints at 64.4 like they're they're in a very bad place so whilst we all like to everyone seems to think we can i mean you're an account everyone seems to think you can just go oh we'll just move a few zeros on this spreadsheet and everything will be fine you can't wish it away so there is one of those things of it's now or never and i think most of the players have this in their mind that this is probably the last time and of course we've got a lot of free agents coming up Mm. so this team is not going to look the same next year no matter what wishful thinking people are saying oh sure it'll be basically the same next year it won't be there will be changes so there is that pressure as well is that pressure good or bad these are professional athletes the pressure has to be good surely yeah they're not going to buckle under this well look well this is where the poetic stuff comes into it um and you raise some really good points there uh daryl you raise some really good points hold on hold on let me temper that now because i know that can sound a bit schmoozy when people listen back daryl some of the points i'm going to address some of those all right okay all right, uh, like address them down as in they were they were wrong. No, or, no. I mean, uh, just you know, it sounds obnoxious to people. Have I passed? Because I passed. Was the research good? I, I don't want to get into it, Terrell. Okay, let's not go down that road. I would say stuff okay. like that. You okay. know, that passive aggressive right. stuff that just makes. No, they were good points, yeah. right? But look, the the part of the pixie dust whole uh, thing is is that you know the Packers. This is the third time the third NFC Championship game we're coming up against, and we could potentially come up against the two opponents that beat that bet us. So it's like that boss. It's like. Bruce Lee yeah. and uh, what's the game of death? You know where he has to climb the, the yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that thing? I, I oh, wouldn't even amazing. mention the name because I'll say it wrong and then I'll get cancelled. Um, so he goes into that uh, thing and he goes up the levels and he faces a basketball player for God's sake, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Come on, give me a break. Um, so it's that type of thing is that he has to beat the bosses. So first off, we have to get past the Niners and sort of put those ghosts to rest. I don't put that much stock into it in the sense that we played them earlier in the season and we beat them, but. Hmm. I will say is that Debo Samuel, ridiculously they're calling him what, a, a running wide out or a wide back or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, you know, with the stuff that he's doing now and that sort of motion from the backfield, the thing is, and this is what I will say, sometimes when you have a weakness, it forces you into a strength. So the Packers were hmm. poor on O-line, so Aaron Rodgers had to get the ball out quickly. And because he did that, then we were torching defences. And then if you go back to the old O-line and he holds on to the ball, it actually serves to your detriment. And the thing about the Niners is, is that they have Debo Samuel in the backfield. They've, you know, I think their running back that they have in there now hasn't fumbled the ball at all this season. And he's one mm-hmm. of only three yeah, to yeah. do that, right? And there's another actual rookie. Um, and then I think it's um, Alvin Kamara as well. So he's in great company there. So again, you know, you're taking the ball out of an injured Jimmy Garoppolo's hands because it's cold and because he's injured, and you're handing that to playmakers. Um, you know, and so you have Debo running out of the backfield. You have a running back who doesn't turn the ball over. So you're kind of turning that differential on its head by taking the ball away from Jimmy Garoppolo, and that could be a recipe yeah. for disaster. And like you said, and this is one of your points, you know, special teams have to show up. They definitely do, because what we need to do is we need to flip the field as much as we can. You know, you want the mm-hmm. battered, the bruised, the injured 49ers to have to use the entire length of the field here. No shanks. 
uh, no cold weather punts, even though that's what it's going to be, and give them a short field because they'll they'll come down the field and they'll they'll poison you with it. So we can't let that happen. Um, so when it comes to weapon wise, this, you know this is not a game. And then the the you know the Tampa Bay Bucks. So it looks like because they steamrolled uh, their game, you know, it was a ridiculous score. So it looks like we get past the Niners, and then we then we face the Bucks again in Lambeau. So it's good, you know, it's advantageous to us. Uh, but and then we have then that's what we have to do to get to the Super Bowl. So I understand people saying you want to play the best to be the best and all that kind of stuff. It looks like now Daryl, we're in a game of death of having to face. You know, the other two dudes to come in. And finally, on your point then about the uncertainty, this is what Aaron Rodgers was feeling last year. Um, it felt like he was feeling that plus the disgruntlement of, you know, him not being committed to because of the whole Jordan Love situation. And we saw the back and forth mm-hmm. in the offseason with Murphy going out and LaFleur going out and Gudekunst going out. But as you just raised, right, Gudekunst can point to our cap space and go... You know, you didn't think we could do this, right? You didn't think we could bring everybody back. And you said in your presser, I don't know where I'll be. I don't know where Jones will be. I don't know where whatever. And he managed to get the band back together. You know, Kenny Clark and Aaron Jones and Bakhtiari <laughs> and all this, all the boys, right? So he did that. And now we can point to that deficit and say, like, we've, we're running on empty here now. Like, we have gone all in. Our cap space is a nightmare, right? Does it not? The team will, de- whatever about last year, the team will definitely change coming into next year. So I think that's the added fuel behind this season. And, you know, to the naysayers and the haters who are saying that Gudekunst and, the, the, you know, all this talk about like, oh, you know, Green Bay mm, don't yeah, know yeah. when it's free agency. And you're kind of thinking some of the best people you can retain and spend money on is the players that are already suiting up for you. And you just renew their contracts, extend their contracts or sign them when they hit free agency like Aaron Jones did. So, you know, it's all there for the players. And Gudekunst can honestly say, and Russ Ball can honestly say, look at our bank balance. There's nothing there, you know, like we're, this is all in. This is up to you guys now to bring this thing home and God knows what will happen after. So around that point of that uncertainty, does it act as a motivator? I think everything has just conspired this season and it's so poetic we're coming up against the Niners and not the Cowboys, which would have its own storyline with McCarthy mm, yeah, yeah. and all this would, type of, course. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just poetic there that we're coming up against the opponents that ghosts of the past, girlfriends, exes of the past, and then also, you know, that it definitely is a final run for some people. Maybe Aaron, maybe not. Maybe Devontae, maybe they'll franchise tag him, but certainly the rest of the roster will suffer if they're both brought back and they'll have to know that oh, yeah. as well. Yep. So. Well, I mean, a lot of these guys are going to be playing in different jerseys if they're playing at all next year. So, I mean, and again, so back onto the motivation factor because that's something that sort of interests me about the 49ers because on paper, we're the guys that are going to win this game. Packers are going to win this game, right? On paper. Of course, we don't tend to do well. When I say we, I mean Packers. I don't play for them. I don't play we for might, them. We might. We, uh, but cool. you look, we might. We might. But it's one of those things that we the Packers don't like being the best team on paper against the game. No. They tend to do better as underdogs. But in a lot of this, you can, as you've just done there, twist this on its head and use that and say, well, everyone says the, the defense is pants. Are you? Everyone says the special teams are useless, are you? So there is one of those things where whilst on paper we're definitely going to win this game, you can point and say, well, your special teams, you're crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep telling you you're crap. Are you going to be like that? And there, there is a lot of motivation other than the fact that they're being the professional sports people and they don't want to lose. But there is one of those things you've got to stay sharp um, because as we know, if you don't give a team enough respect and you think on paper we've got this done, you don't and that they will trip you up. But it all looks pretty good. But that motivation for the whole season is definitely the thing you walk into the dressing room and you, you state that and say, this is your last run, guys. Yeah. This is it. Well, look, this is a real, uh, you know, tribal moment here where it's, you know, boys becoming men to a degree because every other matchup that we went into, the Bucks 
you know, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, the, the books are going to hand it to you or whatever. And we put up a fight and there was some brain fart moments and there was some, you know, uh, defensive pass interference. And there's all these controversial moments. The Niners, we got absolutely spanked and we got spanked mm-hmm. on the run game. Yeah. So the thing is, Daryl, like, look, we're coming up against a wounded animal. There's absolutely no doubt. Garoppolo is no Aaron Rodgers. Nobody is. Here's a guy who should be crowned MVP. So we're coming up against an mm-hmm. injured Garoppolo. So if your quarterback is injured, you're going into extremely cold temperatures where catching the ball might be a problem. Well, then it sort of says to you, especially if you're a hot weather team, and that's there's been a lot said about the last time that you know the coldest game that the Packers and the yeah, Niners ever played true. was basically get your swimming togs yeah. on, right? Get your togs on, lads. <laughs> um, so get your togs on. So the thing about this is, is that they're playing in frigid temperatures, which these you know sort of hot weather boys aren't used to uh, down in in San Fran. So it's all leading towards the Packers, and as it should. But the thing is, is we already know the Niners' game plan now, do we not? So they've got an injured quarterback. Yep. You have to yeah, run the yeah. ball at these cold temperatures. You know, the footing is going to be a problem, particularly in Lambeau Field if you're not mm-hmm. used to it. So we're coming up against potentially, and I'm not saying it is because Shanahan, we've seen over the years, is, is a master of these things. But we're coming up against a team that are already or should be already one-dimensional. Um, you know, they've got some mm-hmm. explosive players in, in Samuel and... Uh, the running backs there but like if you look at the last game like what Jair Alexander was able to do with stuff on the run the fact that we're going to have Devondre Campbell back because there's, there's been a lot put into lately Daryl about how crap the Packers are at stopping the run especially when they look at the Lions game and I'm like on we again is it the whole thing of like we don't take injury into account here like you know Campbell wasn't out there this is a guy who's an all pro right he was he was signed off um, you know out of nowhere and he becomes an all pro which is the first player um, to do so at inside linebacker since Ray Nitschke in 1966, I believe, Nitschke. which is just absolutely... Ah, good Ray. He is fan-tubby-tastic. I just love that they called him the judge because he spent so much time on the bench <laughs> before Lombardi got there. That just that'll always stand out to me. About him. What a dude. Thought you'd like it as a lawyer. Um, so, look, it's it's a wounded animal coming in here there's no reason why we can't beat them and then you go to the Packers side of things and everyone is trying to make excuses about how tough the Niners should be I you know I think if the Packers don't win this game and LaFleur doesn't put a good game together I think that there will be a lot of sort of questions asked now I'm not dogging on LaFleur he is literally the most winningest coach in Packers history in league history Mm -hmm. and all this type of stuff right when it comes to your first three seasons and all this stuff but I would say is, is that it would definitely be the Packers and the staff and the players dropping the ball not to win this game. Oh, yeah. We can fool ourselves yep. into yep. thinking, Daryl. Now, look, Shanahan is brilliant at misdirection. He runs a very similar offense to the Packers. Uh, you know, he runs a lot of pre-snap motion. But that's the exact point, is that they run the Packers-style stuff and the Packers run the Niners-style stuff. But arguably, LaFleur has better players, healthier players, and has improved on that system since he got out under the, you know, shadow of McVeigh yep. and Shannon. So what I'm saying is, is that Green Bay should be the shiny new toy. And it's at home. Yep. It's in terrible temperatures for the Niners, not the Packers, because we're used to that stuff. So yeah, this of course the Packers should win this game. And if they don't, you would feel that they've dropped the ball uh, at one of the most opportune times that they could uh, get into this thing. Look at the people coming back from injury yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Chris Barnes there. Now it's everybody. It's like, who are your best players? This guy, this guy, this guy. Cool, they're all coming back. You know, like I know Aaron Jones hasn't been injured and Devontae Adams isn't injured and, you know, AJ Dillon and all that. But when it comes to defensive playmakers, 
uh, they're all coming back so there's no reason for the Packers and I don't think there's any no, excuses no there isn't and I think that's the point that the key point here is if we lose against the Niners it's not going to be the Niners playing well it's going to be we're playing absolutely woeful so yeah. you know we know exactly what to expect from them we should just go out and do the business and what waits us in the next one well we know who's waiting for us in the next one and that's again this is a storied season in the sense of we're we're wounded in the sense of you know the Niners nearly turned us over the books did turn us over. It's one of those things. And actually, I think we were both on the WhatsApp group uh, with that beautiful fun fact that Tom Brady is older than every opposing NFC coach still in the playoffs. <laughs> Seen it all. He was at their Sean McVay is 35. Kyle Sh- yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a godfather. Kyle Shannon is 42. Matt LaFleur is 42. And Tom Brady's 44. <laughs> he's so old but he's seen it all and look so when you when you have an old wrinkly old fella you know an old farce coming to Lambeau Field uh, such as him you should be able to lay waste to them I just feel like Daryl as well like you know from the decades or whatever of supporting the Packers is that it seems like anytime we're going to get the Patriots like for instance so after we lost in the dare I mention it because we need to we need to get off the the ghost of the NFC Championship game against the Seahawks, we would have faced the Patriots and we clobbered them that season. So we would have beaten them in the Super Bowl, I think, no no doubt. We would have, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah. you know, the books, that game was there for the taking and then you you pull in some dodgy calls from the refs and they were calling stuff, then they weren't calling stuff. You know, there's still a bit of wishy-washy. The Niners, we just got absolutely pasted. But with Tom Brady and oh, yeah. his teams, let's say, I think they were always there for the picking and it's never, and it always irritated me when commentators were like, oh, Tom Brady does it again. And I'm like going, oh, you know, it's like that whole comment about how long does it take Brady to get a call from the refs, like a rough in the passer call. And they're like, oh, cool. Uh, you know, two plays, you know, on the last game that they played. Yeah. Um. So I just think, look, just let us at them properly, you know, and with, with healthy players and without this dodgy refereeing and stuff. Not saying it didn't work in our favour, it worked both ways, but I'm just saying, if it ever comes down True. to there where you can say, it's the kicker's fault, it, it's much bigger than the kicker or the ref, um, of course, but you don't like it to hinge on something to let the unhinged go off. Yeah. You know? No, so I mean, I'm looking, I actually am, I'm actually honestly looking forward to this match of the weekend because I'm, it, this is two teams that play very same style and we, I just think we play it better. Any PTSD, Daryl? Any PTSD? I mean, I saw that comment. Some uh, newscaster shared it because some other account shared it. Um, saying that, like, they're confident, but they just have this hanging dread, this PTSD yeah, yeah. shock of we're oh, back yeah. here again. Do you, you no, get that? Do you get kind every, of like... Every time. At the back of my mind, I'm sitting there calm, but it's almost, I don't bite my nails, but I can actually see myself sitting there, you know, grabbing the chair pretty forward it's one of those things I don't like this time of the season and yet I do this is why you're a fan it's exciting but there is that I mean dread's a bit strong but there is that you're so uncomfortable going I can't I it's one of those things after you've lost you don't know you, you can't your brain hasn't even focused on it hasn't recognised the fact that you've lost yet and you're out it's over it's done and it's, it is one of those things you're going I just don't, just keep winning Just I don't want you to lose just keep winning yeah it's just a but it's, un, it's uncomfortable viewing yeah. it's uncomfortable viewing because every match is a banana skin now no matter how much you analyse it because it's sport Life's yeah sport. but that, exactly that like, but it hurts yeah on paper I mean look the, let's not try talk ourselves into an underdog position here we're coming totally from a position of strength oh, yeah. you know we should absolutely yeah, yeah. shoot our load in this game as Aaron Rodgers would say oh. in the sport analysis analysis um, so yeah yeah uh, yeah, that's a te- very technical footballing term. <laughs> yeah, to shoot your load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess um, that's it. We could do 
uh, do you know what? Do you know what people need to stop doing, right? Because in uh, run up to this podcast as well, of course, I like to, you know, get me get your togs on, lads. And I, I jumped into um, the Niners podcast. St- no, just don't no, you keep on. doing that to yourself. No, hold on, right? Just stop doing podcast daily. All right, everybody, stop it. Because the thing is, is that you find yourself like, oh, let's talk about, and it's just, it's just so much like, you know, and they're all having the banter, banter on the banter bus with the banter source, and I just can't be having it. Give me the info. Give, num, 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 num. give me the weekly yeah. info. Give me the don't stats. Be giving me every day. Give me the stats. I can't do it. Yeah, and don't give me your opinion every day. Just no. go away, Niners. Well, th- to be fair, they're going to have to do a podcast every day because they ain't going to be doing much after the weekend. Oh, they did. You. Oh, they did. So, yeah, they're very excited about it all. But I always like to say, and this is my final piece of analysis here, I always like to say, like, honestly, I don't care. So, you know, when it comes to this game, I'm all in. It's balls to the wall, big time fan, right? I know people want to be objective and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I like that Aaron Nagler mm. is, when he moved to Cheesehead TV full time then, he was like, you know what? I'm going to throw my objective cap. Like, of course, we had analyzed and all yeah. that. But when it comes to this point of the season, I would go, let's win this game. Screw everybody, right? And I always get this thing like, don't, don't jinx it. Don't send out that meme or we lose, right? And I was sort of thinking, A, yeah. science. B, yeah, like I'm gonna do it. I'm behind the team. You know what I mean? So like it's just it's it's all in. Like I'm not gonna listen to any yeah, of this naysaying. That's what I'm saying. And it's like this whole thing of, you know, uh, if we beat the Niners, are we gonna be able to beat the Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be able to beat the Bucks. Are we gonna win a Super Bowl? Yeah, we're yeah, gonna win a Super Bowl. Happen, yeah. Why? Because I'm a Packers fan. Yeah. And to think anything else is just stupid. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah, like why why bother? Why do you ignore the fact that listen, alright, listen. Listen to yeah. the podcast. We analyze and all that. But we're also we're gonna win it. Also. We're sitting there wearing the goddamn jerseys when we're watching the game. Like someone said to me, "Do you do you really think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl this year?" I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, what? <laughs> why? Why would I be doing this if I didn't? You miserable. Do you know like, I mean, who's out there at their old not, not wishing their team to win? Like whatever at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a Bears fan. I they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and why can't the Bears win the Super Bowl? Because they suck. <laughs> they, they, That's they why. Really do. I love the way they sacked. But we don't sack their head coach and GM. You know, yeah. which is a shame. Really? Yeah. Shame. And why are we going to win the Super Bowl? Because we're not the Bears. Yeah. And why? Because we don't suck. Hashtag, hashtag science. Look it up. Actually, look that yeah. one up. You can look it up. Look yeah. it up. In fact, you can go. I'm looking it up right now. There it is. Yeah. It's in black and white on the page. Yeah. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So while the Bears have gone back into hibernation, yeah. we're going to win the Super Bowl. Why? Because we're good. Yeah. And we've got the best quarterback and probably one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I suppose you didn't mention that's that else. Why. Right, let's nip it here because I think it'll start going down. So we'll start shooting our load over something else there. <laughs> right, so he's been at Daryl J. O'Brien. I've been at Steve NFL and we have been at UK Packers. And follow along. Oh, and follow our Instagram, by the boy, because I'm putting up more oh, yeah. reels, Daryl. One of the re- one of the reels, Daryl, got 257,000 uh, likes. Oh, the wife. The wife is in the podcast Uh-oh. studio. Uh-oh. Wife just came in. Tell her to tell her to get out. Did you not see the red light? Yeah. Did you not see the red light? The on air. The, the on air. We're recording. Yeah. We're on air. That's, that's oh, I just got the finger from my own wife. Sorry. Just got the finger. Right. So we we'll leave it. Uh, we we'll yeah. leave it there. Uh, oh. so, you know. We just like to say, look after the prostate, fella. So he's been at Daryl J. Bryan. Steve. And go pack, go, you slave. <laughs>